to episode 14 of What Cause Inspires You. I'm your host, Alicia Gupta, and today I have with me, Rhea Patel. I launched What Cause Inspires You podcast as a way for students to share the service they're doing in their communities. We encourage youth like Rhea, who are making a change to improve the world, to speak up about their stories and become a leader in the movement. Rhea Patel is a rising senior at American High School and founded a Vitalico Pride community in the summer of 2019 as a way to raise awareness and funds to find a cure for the skin condition, vitiligo. She was inspired to begin this community by her firsthand experience with this disease, and she wants to help those who are not given the same opportunities as she did. Her goal is to break the perfect skin stigma in today's society and bring diversity to our everyday environments while donating the profits to research foundations and organizations that devote their efforts to helping the vitiligo community. We are recording this presentation and we'll post the video on YouTube by Saturday and the audio on Spotify by Friday. I'm so excited to have Rhea with here, here with us today. She's a local, so shout out to everyone listening in the Bay Area and stay safe with all the fires going on. Let's get started then. So Rhea, why don't you start off just by telling me a little bit about your background. Right, so I am a 16-year-old student from American High School in the Bay Area. Um, I did found um, the LIGO Pride community in 2019. Um, and yeah, I've been thriving ever since. My community has been doing amazing and I'm so excited to share that with everyone on this podcast. That's so great to hear, Ria. And I actually didn't know much about Vitiligo until you came to us. So just wondering about um, how much our audience members actually know about the skin disease. Um, can we do a quick poll then? Um, has anyone ever heard of vitiligo? Wow, so it's actually <laughs> been split 50-50. Um, for all our audience members out there that don't know what vitiligo is, Rietta, why don't you explain what it is and how it works? Right, so vitiligo is an autoimmune skin disease and autoimmune basically means it's a genetic mutation in an individual's DNA. So um, how vitiligo works is in medical terms, it basically means that skin cells that produce pigmentation, those are called melanocytes, and those gradually begin to die in one's body. Um, and that can be initiated by skin trauma or just random expansion through the body. And in easier terminology, um, that does mean losing skin pigmentation randomly. Um, so that is vitiligo. Um, that's, that's really interesting. And what did you learn from your experience with vitiligo? And how was it like growing up with it? Any personal experiences that you want to share with us? Right. So um, I was diagnosed with vitiligo at the age of five or six. Um, so at a really, really young age. And um, it started to spread around my face, around my body. Um, and it was really, really difficult to grow up with because for me, it grew upon skin trauma. So a lot of my childhood, I had to stop doing what normal kids do. So it definitely affected my lifestyle for a very long time. Um, and the treatment process was a struggle, I will admit. Um, I did start off with some non-dairy diets, trying to improve my skin through what I ate, uh, what I consumed. Um, I did use a lot of ointments growing up and eventually I was introduced to UV treatments, which 
definitely improved my condition 100%. Uh, well, not 100% actually, um, which is kind of the reason why I do what I do, um, because there is no cure. Um, and that is kind of leading to what inspired me to start my community. That's amazing. I think when we think of diseases, skin disease is definitely not the first thing that pops up into our mind. Um, and I think a lot of people don't realize not only the physical effects that can, it can have on someone's body, but also the mental effects. Um, and definitely UV radiation doesn't seem like something that's cheap or readily available to everybody. So what exactly inspired you to begin Vitiligo Pride Community? And how did your journey start? Right, so I had a lot of inspiration. So as I said, um, I was introduced to vitiligo at a very young age. So growing up, I didn't really know what was going on with me. Um, my parents would just say, you have white patches on your body. It's a little abnormal, but we're working through it. So with supportive parents, it was an easier process. But as I grew older, I did want to understand what was going on with me. So um, with that, I did more research. I did a lot of research for a really long time. Um, and I did find out that vitiligo only affects 1% of the world, which seems like a really small percentage. Um, but that's thousands of people. And with that said, not too many people know what vitiligo is, which is one of the things that inspired me. Another thing that inspired me was, like I said, I had UV radiation treatment. And that is not easy to get in a, in a lot of different places. Um, and so I wanna help those who don't have those opportunities. I also wanna find a cure because I do feel like um, vitiligo doesn't get the attention it really deserves. So with my community, I want to spread awareness. I wanna get a lot of profits and donate them to research foundations to find that cure. Awesome. And that's exactly what this podcast is doing, right? We really want to support student organizations that have a mission, but do want to reach more members of our community. Oftentimes, a lot of issues, if they don't have some of the um, buzzwords that we're used to hearing, don't get the awareness that they need. Um, so coming on this podcast is definitely the first step or first of many steps to raise awareness for such an important issue that maybe not a lot of people are aware of. Um, so you mentioned the funding um, research foundations and organizations and making access readily available. What are some of the events you host to back this up? Right, so uh, when I started this community, it was a struggle to get some attention, I won't lie. Um, so it was really hard for me to find an audience that would really feel like I want to give into this community, um, which definitely brought up the idea of me to join forces with the dance community since I have a lot of connections there. So our first event was um, a dance workshop. And we posted many after because we've seen a lot of great um, feedback from our dance workshops. Um, and we are slowly progressing. We um, we partnered with the Yellow Ribbon Suicide Prevention Program um, to sell candy bundles. And that was during Suicide Prevention Week. So we try to broaden up what we focus on by also 
integrating crucial topics into what we do. That's awesome. So you started with the dance community um, in order to raise awareness in a location that you were living in, in this case, the Bay Area. I know dance is really big okay. there. Um, so from there, how are you incorporating different topics okay. to raise awareness right. for? So, so yeah, so we have a webinar coming up this fall. Um, and in that webinar, it will be a three campaign wow. webinar um, called um, ADY. And it basically stands for Anti-Bullying Campaign, Diversity Campaign, and a Youth Change Makers Campaign. And all three of those things, I do feel like I have a lot of experience in, which really inspired me to start the webinar to begin with. Um, and I'm really, really excited. We have six panelists, including Alicia Gupta right here. Um, and it's going to be amazing. I'm so excited um, to have that. Yeah, and I'm, I'm definitely excited to speak on it. Um, being a Humanity Rising Ambassador, anti-bullying is one of our primary causes, right? So uh, we're very integrated in helping anti-bullying measures across the nation. But not only that, um, being able to incorporate different topics in awareness for such an important community like the Vitiligo um, Pride community is, is great because then we're actually fusing the bonds between different communities um, and obviously working towards a goal of unity. So I think bringing together like-minded people to work for, for a goal is, is a great um, initiative, Bria. So you mentioned um, previously that you were getting feedback about this event and about your organization. Can you tell us what that feedback was like and, and what other advice you have for others who want to start their own organization? Right, so I think the biggest changing point for me was our first event. Um, like I said, it was, it was hard coming up with something when I finally landed on the idea of a dance workshop. I was initially really afraid. I was really nervous that we wouldn't get the feedback that we wanted. And after that workshop, I remember that about 20-ish people uh, came and it was overwhelming for me. Like it was such an amazing moment for me to realize like, wow, I'm really bringing change. And that keeps me going. Every time I do anything for the Vitiligo Pride community, it's it's that feedback that really pushes me to do what I do. And for anybody who wants to start their own organization or community, my biggest advice, just do it. No matter how, how much you feel like, is it gonna happen? Is it gonna work? Is, am I gonna get the feedback I want? Just do it. Like if you put your mind to it, if you work hard enough, you will see results. So please do what you feel like you want to do bring social justice, bring all these matters into the public's eye. Yeah, that's my biggest advice. Yeah, and I 100% agree. Um, I love to say you don't need a plan, you need a passion. Um, and that's exactly where you stem from, right? You turned a personal experience and a passion for that experience into a movement to help others. But not only that, I know how difficult it is to actually raise um, a convention or a webinar in your case uh, I think around last February, I tried to raise, or I did um, hold a convention for my three to raise awareness about domestic violence, toxic masculinity, gender inequality. Um, and the head of my three actually came to me afterwards and she said something that really resonated with me. She said that it's okay if your turnout was only 
100 people. I was gunning for 500, um, but she was like, it's okay. You got one fifth of what you hoped for. 100 is still good. Um, and that's because the people who showed up already took the first step in a change, in making a change. So everyone who showed up to today's webinar and everyone who listens to it afterwards on Spotify and YouTube already want to make that change, Ria. So I think that's great if we have a leader inspiring other youth change makers to make a change. That's all it really takes to eventually raise awareness um, and make a difference in your community for something that you're really passionate about. So that's amazing. Um, mentioning about, again, um, different, integrating different topics. You mentioned anti-bullying um, and youth change making. How are integrating these crucial topics um, beneficial to helping the vitiligo pride community? Well, I do. Um, I do think that all of those things really apply to especially vitiligo patients. Um, growing up, I did face some bullying, which definitely sucked. But I do have to admit my condition isn't as bad as so many others. And I can't imagine how much worse it must have been for those people. So I feel like having an anti-bullying campaign, talking about it, having a webinar about it, really brings together the people who are really going through their worst times or have a lot of experience and want to join the webinar to see what other people have to say. I think that gives them a lot of room for improvement, to see what there is out in the world because nobody should ever feel alone with whatever they're going through. Diversity-wise, our world has so much diversity and it's consistently growing. And I think that there's always room for improvement in that matter and youth change makers. I mean, I started my community and I started from basically nothing. And I wanna give all these people who wanna start something a chance to grow. And I think our platform gives them that chance. Yeah, 100%. And kind of what we were talking about earlier, right? That it's, even though you were facing one, supposing it was vitiligo and someone else was facing something like cyberbullying, the mental effects are the same, which means there is a sort of empathic connection that can be built and support system that can be built to help both communities. And if we're actually able to combine those communities into one big network and one big support system that's non-judgmental, think about all the improvement that our world can be going through. So your initiatives are amazing and I hope we see the result of the webinar. Um, but from this whole process, Ria, what lessons or advice have, um, do you have for others or what lessons have you gained from this experience personally? The biggest thing I felt like I learned from this experience is learning itself, doing the research, doing the work to learn and experience more. Because before I started anything, I didn't realize how many amazing people there are that are trying to change the vitiligo society every single day. And I wanna give a quick shout out to Danielle Wheeler. She is absolutely amazing and I love what she's doing for the vitiligo society. She is a songwriter and a author. Yeah, an author. And she writes children's books and tries to normalize um, vitiligo through her books and make it normal for kids to grow up thinking that vitiligo is a normal thing because that is what our society needs. And that is one of the most inspirational things I've seen so far. And I learned a lot from her um, and advice for anybody 
keep learning. Don't stop learning. You won't get anywhere without learning. And for me, I think doing social work or whatever you're passionate about, spend some time every single day doing something for it. Because passion isn't just going to get you anywhere. You have to do the work for it. And so, yeah, if you are passionate about something, go ahead, Google vitiligo, search up the first article, read about it, because every day you're going to find something new out there. Yeah, and awareness doesn't have to come in one form, right? It's not only writing articles. It's not only getting your information from the news or even talking on podcasts. Um, I think awareness come in multiple forms it's really whatever you feel for encouragement um, sending letters or or even children's books right I think all forms are welcomed and appreciated but Ria as a last question to wrap up the night um, what is the future for you and how can others get involved with the vitiligo pride community so for involvement wise anybody who's here listening anybody who's going to listen to this podcast once it's recorded and posted everywhere you are already helping our community. Our main focus is to spread awareness and you are helping us do that. So please go ahead, share the podcast with your loved ones, your friends, anybody that is already helping our community. Um, but otherwise you can follow our Instagram. Our website will be up soon. Um, and you can follow our journey um, through those two things. The future for me is to continue doing what I do because I love it so much. Um, keep having amazing events, bringing in audiences together. And that's my main focus. Awesome. Thank you so much for speaking on our podcast today. Um, everyone out there, please look forward to the ADY webinar. Um, I know I am. So thanks once again, Ria. Um, I will be attaching the organization's email and Instagram, as well as um, Ria's Instagram in the chat if anyone has further inquiries. For now, you can go ahead and follow at Vitiligo Pride or email vitiligopride at gmail.com. Um, what an amazing cause, honestly. It's so inspirational that you're helping people feel comfortable in their own skin. Um, the media has ways of portraying what this perfect skin looks like or what a perfect person is supposed to look like and any um, initiative that stigma is i think a good initiative for our community to have so thanks again for sharing all the work you're doing um, i will be posting my email address in the chat if anyone has questions about what cause inspires you podcast series as well as posting the application form to be a speaker we love hearing about all the action that you are taking um, in today's society be sure to also follow our Instagram and Facebook pages to stay updated on scholarship opportunities, future podcasts and events. Um, speaking of scholarship opportunities, we actually just finished our flyer challenge. The voting ended today and the winner will be announced soon. Our flyer challenge was essentially um, students had to create a flyer about what cause inspired them and why and shared it out, right? We're all about trying to get more awareness for these student organizations and all the work they're doing. So definitely follow our um, Instagram and Facebook to stay updated on all of those opportunities.